For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the College Game Time Podcast. I am your host, Trey Smith, and we are going to continue yesterday's conversation because my tune has changed just a little bit, given some new information that's come out. This shirt I'm wearing today, those of you watching on YouTube, I don't know if you could see it, but NWO, New World Order. Somebody left a comment on yesterday's video about this is the NWO of college football with the whole relegation talk and things of that nature. Well, I'm actually a little more excited about this concept than what I was yesterday. Uh, I still stand by what I was saying yesterday as it pertains to the financial aspect of it. However, with some of the new information that came out after I had recorded and posted yesterday's show, I've got some more thoughts on this. Um, maybe not quite what you're thinking they are, and they're not necessarily um, in the same vein of what's being presented right now, but uh, we're going to get to that. So before I dive into everything, if you're watching on YouTube, you know what to do. Like this video, subscribe if you're not subscribed, comment at the end. There's going to be plenty to talk about in the comments today and then share this with a friend and help get the word out there. If you're listening on one of the streaming platforms, please, please uh, give it a five-star rating, leave a positive review. Let's help kick this thing up into the algorithm. Those of you that watch on YouTube, be patient with me with my bland look behind me and the graphics that are on the screen. I've got some, I've got, I've got an upgraded look coming. Okay, really going to get this show looking as professional, as well produced as possible, because I do believe this will be one of the one of the top college football shows. Currently, we are the fastest growing American athletic show, but it seems like as, as the more I dive into some of these other G5 conferences, there's more of a response. So someone asked me in the comments on Monday, hey, you normally say fastest growing AAC show, and today you said AAC show... Uh, uh, we cover the American Co Athletic Conference currently. I don't remember what I said specifically, but I said it like right now. And uh, so, someone caught it and asked me about it. And I thought, well, you never know. We might, we might do some podcast realignment and expansion, but it will only be things to enhance and make the show better, uh, never to take away or change what it currently is. So we are still focused on the American Athletic Conference, but as the American Athletic Conference gets roped into some of these other conversations um, or some of these other conversations rope in the G5 conferences, we're going to talk about it. So let's backtrack now. Revisiting yesterday. Talked about this concept of relegation in college football. Uh, Ross Dellinger had put a report out there and I basically gave a reaction to that and put my two cents into it as it pertains to what were the pros, what were the cons. As a fan, I'd be all for it, expressed what could, what I thought actually will happen, you know, what was more likely to happen would, would be that the pack tried to re rebuild, you know, I, what I was saying yesterday, let me start here. 
I thought this was coming from the pack as a way to motivate these Mountain West teams to pay their exit fee so that the pack could just rebuild through backfilling instead of having to associate with the bottom tier Mountain West schools. So more information came out about where this relegation idea actually came from. So understand that yesterday when I was talking about the whole backfill plan and then what that could mean for the American Conference's expansion, all that was kind of tied into this understanding or this assumption that this was coming from the PAC side as far as this idea of relegation. Like, in other words, I thought it was an idea that was more of a bluff. That's what I thought. Because practically, I think there's a lot of things you'd have to work through to make it actually be, be work and be sustainable as it pertains to relegating from a Power 5 to a G5 year in and year out. Now, today, okay, I think I have a better idea than what I presented yesterday. Let's get to the facts first, or the reports. So, apparently, if you're not already aware, reportedly, this relegation idea came from the Mountain West side, and it came from Boise State. I tried to put that in the, the description yesterday because I, uh, once I got wind of it after I'd already posted the, the episode. But let me just read to you. This was from Amanda Kristovich with Front Office Sports. Boise State Associate Athletic Director Michael Wash has created what is believed to be the first formal proposals on the subject, talking about relegation. He has written an in-depth plan for a three-tiered alliance of 24 FBS football teams in the Pacific Mountain, Central Time Zones, in the Pacific Mountain, sorry, in the Pacific, the Mountain, and Central Time Zones with the opportunity for promotion and relegation at the end of each season. That is the part I did not have yesterday. So this is something that spans across multiple time zones, not just these two conferences. He even says, much like in European soccer leagues, teams would be promoted or relegated at the end of every season based on performance. For example, the worst place team in tier one would be relegated to tier two and the conference champion of tier two would take its place. Walsh suggested that the Mountain West and Pac-12, as well as regional teams from the American Conference, the Conference USA, and the WAC could participate. So the regional teams would be teams in those conferences that are either in the Pacific, Mountain, or Central time zones. Um, and it says, all other sports, including men's basketball, would remain in their current conferences in order to maximize the opportunity for the NCAA postseason automatic qualifiers. So according to this, it has multiple G5 conferences as a part of this, as long as they're in the Central, Mountain, or Pacific time zone that could participate to be a part, to, 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 to be in this tiered system. Um, and, and anyways, we don't have all the other details that were laid out in this particular PowerPoint, or at least as of me recording this video, I don't have that. Now, will it get released? somewhat time between now and when I actually get this posted, maybe. But that's just to give you a little more insight on yesterday's conversation. However, I still don't think that is how this is going to play out. I still don't think that is what's going to happen. However, I do see a path 
if the G5 commissioners are smart and can work together on this, to take that skeleton, revise it a little bit, and make this thing, make G5 football uh, uh, increase the fan interest from even fans outside of group of five schools. Let me, let me, let me walk you through this. First off, what do I actually think is going to happen? And I kind of mentioned this yesterday at the end of the show. I still think a Power 5 conference is going to come back into the equation and snag Oregon State and Washington State. I went into this last week on Wednesday's show. I talked about um, the assets and things of that nature, this court case, and there are just some elements at play here that really... Um, that really, to, to make them go away, just put Oregon State and Washington State in a Power 5 conference. And then some of these problems that are starting to come up are solved. Someone in the comments had mentioned to me that, that Locked On Big 12 had this conversation earlier this week about the Big 12 likely getting back into the mix to swoop up Oregon State and Washington State. I went and checked out into that and didn't realize, but Bomber from Big 12 Mafia, who I'm friends with, him, and I've also seen Immaculate View, who's a part of their show as well, was the, was the guest on Locked On Big 12 talking about um, some of his reasonings for why it just makes sense for the Big 12 to get Oregon State and Washington State. And what I've seen him in Immaculate View referring to um not necessarily saying this is what he talked about on the lockdown show i didn't watch the whole thing but what i've seen them talking about is one thing being the cfp the cfp right now is basically at a standstill for future conversations until this pack 12 pack 2 versus departing members situation is resolved okay i talked about the distribution of assets Obviously, you have this court case, and I think Bomber was talking about that on the Locked On show about how, you know, if you don't want something, some sort of grievance to, to pop up about two Power Five institutions who got left out to dry for no fault of their own, like if you don't want anything to come up with that, just put them in a Power Five conference. And then, of course, the thing that we've all known is that ESPN, I mean, they still would like to get some territory, more territory in that time zone, right? They've got Stanford and Cal in the ACC, and really what pushed that was them being willing to pay for it and then those teams being willing to give up their shares. Now, I don't think with Oregon State and Washington State they would necessarily have to do that, but I could see a path where, and I think there's other voices that are starting to echo this, but... ESPN at this point would likely pay to get them in the Big 12. So last week I was talking about Big 10 or Big 12 coming back into the picture. Um, and I was centering that around the court case and the distribution of assets. Remember, because if the Pac-12 notifies the NCAA that they are ceasing operations, all of those assets get distributed to those individual schools. And oh, by the way, Oregon State is one of those schools that will get a piece of those uh, get a piece of that pie because of their performance in the NCAA tournament within the last six years. So, okay. So basically to recap that, the Big 12 could come back into the picture for four reasons. Make this court case go away. 
and whatever else could come up. Like right now, all we're, we're focusing on is, is the voting rights as it pertains to the future of the conference and the possession of the assets. But there's a lot of other things that could come up in this ordeal. Okay, so to make that go away, then of course the distribution of assets because all these other PAC schools, they want their piece of that pie to help them transition to their new conferences. Then you have the CFP issue, which is what I know Immaculate View has talked about and Big, the Big 12 Mafia show has discussed that as far as, as the CFP being at a complete standstill right now until that gets resolved. And then, of course, ESPN. So that's four quality reasons that you could see that, that makes a strong case for the Big 12 coming back in. Even though I think the Big 12 really wants to start looking eastward now after they've gotten all the westward expansion. But at this point, if ESPN's willing to pay for it, that's two quality brands, definitely with Oregon State being on the come up like they are. So I'm still of the mind. I said this yesterday. I said this last week. I still believe Oregon State and Washington State get in a big or get in a power five conference power four, whatever you want to call it. Cause if they join, then obviously that would mean the pack would cease operations. <sighs> now, does that mean this whole relegation model has to completely get thrown out of the window? I don't think so. And I actually think what I'm about to present to you, this is kind of a rough draft but I want to present something to you, the viewer or listener, and then get your thoughts on it. You know, how, how, take this idea, how could we make it better? Because I think this right here could save G5 football, could significantly elevate the brands of certain G5 teams that won't ever get it any other way, and also keep seats at the table. Right now, we still have a 6-6 playoff model. And under the current contract, that can't change without unanimous votes. Very key. So if the pack ceases to exist, here's what my thought is. Could you not create a G5 Premier League? Okay? And what, 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 who starts this G5 Premier League? Well, you take the top two teams from each G5 conference and you have a 10-team G5 Premier League, all right? So basically, let's say if we, were, if we were talking for next year, I don't know when this would roll out, but let's just say hypothetically we were talking for next year. You would take the two teams that played in the conference championship of the American Conference, the Conference USA, the MAC, the Mountain West, and the Sunbelt Conference. And then keeping in the same vein as what the Boise State uh, administrator presented, this is just for football, right? Because you want to keep the auto bids um, on the basketball side. But maybe you could still make this work for basketball and you just create another auto bid out of this G5 Premier League. But I'm not, mainly right now what I'm speaking towards is, is football. And instead of having three tiers, you have two tiers, okay? So you have a 10-team G5 Premier League that essentially that league is competing for the fifth spot that's vacated that would that would be vacated by the PAC conference. So even though they technically wouldn't be a power five, they're still competing for that fifth spot in the playoff. Then the other five conferences 
The highest ranked conference champion out of those five are competing for the sixth spot as they are now. But in this model, what you're getting is, is you're getting a, you're getting a G5 premier team in the playoff and you're getting a highest ranked G5 conference champion in the playoff. So, um, so what my thought was, okay, so you have, um, hold on, I wrote some of this out. So yeah, so I said the pack gets the fifth spot. Yeah, so you have the top two teams from each G5 that would essentially be playing for the spot that's vacated by the PAC conference. And then the other highest ranked conference champion takes that sixth spot in the 6-6 model, right? So you have the AAC, the Conference USA, the MAC, the Mountain West, the Sun Belt, top two from each of those leagues. And then, okay, what does that media deal look like? Well, I mean, it's basically, what what would the media deal look like with this um, PAC conference with the relegation? According to that article, uh, Apple, Amazon, NBC slash Peacock have all shown interest. So, so again, maybe this G5 premier payout wouldn't necessarily be power five level, but it would probably be double to triple what you would get in your conference now, probably way more for some of these other G5s. So even though it's not way up here with what, you know, um, Big 10, Big 12, SEC, um, uh, ACC you're getting, but it's well above what you're getting currently. So there's, there's an incentive there, and that incentive also could help with the traveling because we're just, again, we're just talking football. So we're talking one game a week. So now it's like, okay, okay. So you, you, you're, you're um, so now you have a 10-team league of your premier G5 schools, and then the rest of your G5 conferences are still competing for a spot in the playoff, but they're not just competing for a spot in the playoff, they're competing for a spot in that premier league. So what does that relegation piece look like? Well, I've got kind of two options here, and this is where I would love to get your thoughts on this if you're watching or listening, but especially in the comments. So you could have the top five, option one would be this, like a 50-50 deal. The top five in this Premier League stay year to year. The bottom five swap out with the five conference champions from each of the G5s. So now if you're in that G5 league and you, you, you have incentive to compete for a conference championship beyond just the playoff bid, right? Because you might win your conference but be the fifth ranked out of those five so you're not even going to sniff a playoff opportunity so you go 12 and 1 win your conference and you're playing in the you know the frisco bowl or or whatever the boca raton bowl right now you have an incentive of okay we win our conference we get into this premier league we win this premier league we're in a playoff spot or a much better bowl bid but if that's too much turnover year to year, which I think it makes it even fun, it gives incentive to the G5 conferences to win those conference championships. It makes that Premier League more competitive because you know if you finish in the bottom five, you're going back to your initial conference. And uh, But like I said, if that's too much turnover, you could always just swap the bottom three with the, with the highest ranked uh, the next, like the, 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 the highest ranked three conference championships of the remaining G5 schools. So I think that could work. 
and then you still retain all of your automatic bids and automatic qualifiers in sports like men's basketball. You're not worried about the, the um, stress of travel and all that for all your other sports. But literally, it's just for football. You have a G5 Premier League that you're competing to get in or stay in year in and year out. That's going to increase fan interest. Now, obviously, the question mark for that G5 Premier League is what, who's the media partner for it? But I'm sitting here like, man, that's, that's engaging. Like, that's interesting. So, like, that, that could get, I feel like, a good media deal. Again, not something that's to the level of the, the power conferences, but it's going to be way better than what the G5s currently get. So then you look at the budgeting issues and things of that nature. There's been, there was a good thought. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm not going to try and recall it. But somebody in my comments on the episode yesterday, and if you're watching again now, please put what you said because they had a good idea as it pertained to, you know what, let me see if I can look it up right now, as it pertained to how to handle the budgeting issue year to year. Because that was what my big concern was yesterday for why I don't think this could work. Uh Oh, here it is from DJAEB2001. Simple. Do what the EPL does with the money. Promoted relegated teams wait, I believe, one year for the money. Or they could stretch it out over two years so that it, the hit isn't as bad when a team gets relegated. They use this in pretty much every soccer league in the world except for a few, including the MLS. So I thought that was a good thought. So what do y'all think, man? I... I I feel like this needs to get some legs. Like, who do I need to call and contact to make this happen? A G5 Premier League. I mean, that... Now, if you're a team that's winning your conference every year or you're winning 10 games every year, but you know you're never going to get a chance to be in a Power 5 conference, this gives you a chance to get, the, get, to, 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 to get the access, to get the revenue, and to get the exposure. The revenue, access, and exposure, um, at least as close to a Power 5 level as possible. And it's interesting for fans, and I think it would attract viewers from non-G5 schools. It just it makes G5 football that much better, in my opinion. Uh, so y'all let me know what you think in the comments. I know I said today I was going to talk more football, but after I got off the show yesterday and started doing a little more research. Then my wheels started turning and I wanted to talk about this today. Tomorrow we will look ahead going into the weekend for uh, going into the, the Saturday slate of games. So that's it for me today. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Trey Smith, College Game Time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.